good afternoon or good evening, and welcome to another HRO Today educational podcast. I'm Elliot Clark, the CEO of HRO Today. We publish HRO Today magazine, HRO Today EMEA, and HRO Today APAC, as well as produce the HRO Today events held around the world and manage the HRO Today Association. Today, we're going to talk about talent acquisition department structure, TA infrastructure. And we're going to talk about design and options, okay, and specifically as it relates to recruitment and talent acquisition, department structures, partnerships, etc. We saw a lot of press coverage at the end of the last decade actually vilifying outsourcing of any kind. In fact, the failure rates of deals in RPO, in the example such as we'll discuss today, is very low. However, the trend in the late part of the last decade, 2017, 2018, up until the pandemic, was to bring functions such as recruiting or benefits administration, as examples, back in-house. However, the pandemic hit, and while the impact was brief, it was forceful. Now, economic concerns are once again, as they did in 2009, causing considerable layoffs in HR and other GNA functions. I've been saying for a while that fixed infrastructure is the only bad decision you can make as an HR leader. In addition, there's a misconception that outsourcing an RPO in particular is an all or nothing proposition. It isn't. Today, we're joined by an industry expert, an RPO provider executive, who contends that how you design the TA function will allow you to manage that volatility and flex to meet changing demands. In that case, the service provider should develop a program to wrap around your internal design to create a solution that can provide flexibility and cost efficiency. And in the last 15 years, We've only seen volatility, and we just need to get used to it. Today, we're thrilled to have Kristen Thomas, who is the Managing Director for Resource Solutions in North America. She joined Resource Solutions about a year and a half ago from AMS, where she was the Client Services Managing Director for the U.S. She's managed key relationships, operations. She's helped implement some of the largest RPO programs globally. And before that, she also worked for Ronstadt SourceRight in various positions, including their VP of Operations and Shared Services. So, Kristen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Elliot. I'm equally thrilled to be here. Do you want to add anything about resource solutions that maybe I didn't get to? Because I think you, know, you guys are one of the top-rated providers on the HR Today Baker's Dozen. You're a global provider of RPO and MSP, I know. But maybe you could tell our audience in a little bit about resource solutions. I would love to. As a part of the Robert Walters Group, Resource Solutions is a leading global provider of outsourced recruitment and consultancy solutions. But we have teams in over 30 countries, and we're recruiting into over 60 countries worldwide. We offer full-scale end-to-end solutions, which means from the opening of the requisition all the way to the onboarding of the new hire. We support organizations through resource augmentation, modular solutions where we own just a portion of the recruitment process, project RP. We're a managed service provider, workforce consulting, and we have our consulting group, RS Consulting. This just all means we're very well equipped to offer tailored solutions that will likely change over time for our partners. And I did use a British title for you. I know you're the president of North America for Resource Solutions. I should correct that for our audience. I'm not precious about so, it. You can call me whatever. You said expert, and really that's, I think, where it stopped. Expert works for me. <laughs> 
and I am now going to test that expertise, okay? Let's first discuss how organizations build their internal TA functions. You and I spoke about this before we had you on. I'm sure there's great variations. Now, are you seeing your clients come to Resource Solutions for assistance in trying to figure out how to organize TA? For example, are they rethinking being organized you know, around parameters such as location, job, family, or business division? I mean, in the wake of all these recent downsizings that we've seen happening in HR, what are they doing to reconsider their models? We are seeing all of the above. As you know, talent acquisition, talent attraction, recruitment, whatever naming conventions our partners prefer to use, it's evolving at a rapid pace. And this is driven by changes in candidate expectations, buying habits, market uncertainty, overall talent shortage as the demand for skills is overtaking the development of skills, or at the very least, the visibility and acceptance of where these skills exist. So today, a recruiter needs to be a part data analyst, part digital marketeer, part relationship manager, a sourcing ninja, if you will, influencer, salesperson. We're being honest with ourselves. It just isn't feasible for one person to be an expert in all of those areas. I know I certainly wasn't when I was a recruiter. I thought I was a decent recruiter, but you can't be an expert in every portion of the process. So to solve for this, we bring in the expertise of our RS consulting and TA transformation services. What we're seeing is TA functions having to look at the tasks that need to be completed and then questioning how do they manage the volume and the capacity of those tasks and then consider if and where technology can help. So building a function starts with being task-led and then skills aligned. So where to house those skills? Is it onshore? Is it offshore? Is another question to solve. And whether they're looking for efficiency or some more scalability or cost savings, the overriding piece has to be the candidate and hiring manager experience, ensuring minimal points of contact with experts in those tasks. So our consultancy business looks at both a local subject matter expert-led TA structure as well as a global operational efficiency. So, And all of that's underpinned by the principles of lean when we're working with those organizations. As a follow-up, I mean, are they consciously saying, okay, we've had to do some downsizing, we've had to do some reshuffling, we should reconsider, you know, our whole department design, and are they asking the providers for advice on that? They are asking where existing relationships will ask the question more readily. And then in the market, I think it's within networks are asking the question. I don't know that the first stop is with an RPO, because as you mentioned earlier in the podcast, RPO will sometimes be I'm say scary term, but I guess it is a scary term in that there is a view that you're outsourcing your complete TA function. So not always coming to an RPO first, but it's a great place for organizations to start because you're seeing more of that agility. There's a lot of expertise and trial and error, and we have a lot of connections with other organizations through multiple years in 60 plus countries. So we can share what has worked and for different size organizations, different sectors, give more of that expertise. And then you can decide whether through our consulting services, we can support the strategy of the build or be a part of that strategy in that future TA team. A lot of the TA organizations have been downsized. Everyone knows that was a very painful exercise. So there's more hesitancy to build up a big TA function because volumes are up when in six months, that may completely change again, and then they have to go through that process again. Does that answer so your question? Let me 
Yeah, I think so. So the ones that are considering making the changes, and I, I want to do this for the sake of you know our listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so some of them are going to Resource Solutions. You have a great consulting arm to your service portfolio, as well as the Resource Solutions Intelligence Group. All of that consultative capability that you've got, they come to you. They say we want to rethink our model. Mm-hmm. How can you know they best utilize if they're going to build it? And you know, I've said to companies, you want to think of, a, of an outsource partner as a shock absorber. So maybe you know, if you don't want to outsource your talent acquisition function in large scale, maybe you outsource 20, 25% of your capacity so that you have the ability to flex up and flex down. Okay. And you guys do that with a number of clients I know. So how can they best utilize an RPO solution? Should they think of it for specific job families, like let's give resource solutions our sales recruiting or our warehouse recruiting, or should they be thinking about it on a geographical basis? We're going to give you North America, Canada, and Mexico, or should it be functional? We're going to give you sourcing, interview scheduling, onboarding, et cetera. How, how do you help clients think about the creation of that variable infrastructure? Sure. Well, we'll start by first zeroing in on the problems they're trying to solve, or maybe it's not a problem. Maybe it's just a new goal or goals that they're trying to achieve. One of the common reasons an organization considers outsourcing is to reduce the reliance on fixed costs and transfer the burden of scaling teams when volumes rise and volumes fall to the RPO. That's consistently true in any market, but as we mentioned, certainly prevalent in an uncertain market, which we're in now. So as a partner, many TA organizations globally, our solutions come in all shapes and sizes. And I'll give you a few examples. One would be cost savings, very popular reason to relook at the recruitment function, overall TA function. So while enabling scalability is a cost saving in itself, some clients now want to consider additional savings through offshoring a portion of their process. So this can include almost any piece of the process from sourcing and screening, scheduling, onboarding, and so on. We can help organizations determine the right solution for them and even provide portions or all of the offshore functions. Some clients are wanting to gain a competitive edge in a competitive talent market. So often they believe they have strong client-facing recruiters with established relationships with hiring managers, those relationship recruiters know the culture. They don't want to disrupt that layer, but those recruiters might not have time to properly talent pool, consider diverse sourcing channels, new attraction strategies. They may not be up on latest technology. We want to help them by staying ahead of their competition and grabbing top talent first. So in this example, Resource Solutions would act as the sourcing engine, supporting the client-facing recruiters through a direct sourcing hub regionally or globally. In this case, there should also be a cost savings because if done successfully, you'll have less of a reliance on agency spend. And then the last example would be Project RPO. Easy one to turn on, turn off. Even if you've never worked with an RPO before, it's a great place to start. So we have clients with solid, again, in-house recruitment teams, but they've had to rely on contract recruiters for special projects, new initiatives, spikes in volumes. And this can be really expensive. There's not as much accountability if you're just using contractors. It may stretch an already very stretched management team. So we're working with these clients to partner on projects to enable our clients to ramp faster with proven experience, talent, and we'll shift the accountability of successful outcomes to the RPO, which is 
welcome news for the client. We agree to those SLAs and KPIs up front. Usually the project has a beginning start date and end date and clear expectations or hiring volumes or whatever the goal is at the end of that project. Lots of reasons. If you're listening in the studio audience, if you will, or the radio audience out here, you can use the RPO around functionality. You can use it around geography, et cetera. But the real key is to be thinking through that infrastructure and its design. There's lots of benefits, lots of questions, it sounds like, and very customer-centric thinking on the part of the RPO providers, such as Resource Solutions. So when you're thinking about your infrastructure, there are lots and lots of choices that you can make that may be more efficient than a fixed infrastructure and lots of companies such as Resource Solutions that can help you. I want to thank Kristen Thomas, the president of North America for Resource Solutions. Thanks, Kristen, for taking part in the podcast. Thank you, Elliot. I appreciate the opportunity and I would just encourage anyone, it doesn't cost anything to call us, contact us and just run some ideas, maybe their problem or maybe the enhancements that they're wanting to make within their talent acquisition function and just have a conversation. We welcome making those connections. Thank you, Elliot. And you're officially been dubbed as an expert, right? As you you said at the beginning of the podcast. I'll be updating my after this. There you go. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Kristen. This is Elliot Clark. I'm the CEO of HRO Today. Thank you for your time and attention, and we look forward to having you join us on our next HRO Today educational podcast. 